Hi, this is Sam Raimi, and you're listening to the CVH Podcast. You know the day destroys the night, night divides the day. Try to run, try to hide, break on through to the other side. Good morning. Break on through. Uh, Good morning. Monday, October 4th. Uh, and this is the CBH podcast. This is episode uh, 102. Um, it's Monday. Good morning. Uh, you know, one of these one of these mornings where I'm like, I'm going to get it all done today. It's all getting done today. You know, <laughs> I got the gym clothes on. I have still not been to the gym. I have still not had breakfast. It's 11 a.m. Like I'm going to get to the gym, and I'm going to do my podcast, and I'm going to talk to. I'm going to return three phone calls, and I'll be studying by 11. You know, <laughs> better late than never. Uh, you know, it's a day off. I can do what I want, right? That's the world I live in. But uh, but not really. Uh, you, I, I'm afforded a lot of time off on the road, and and it would be very easy to just just get nothing accomplished. But I can't do it. I can't. It upsets me way too much. I won't sleep tonight unless I accomplish 19 different things. Uh, and so I'm going to late start and I'm going to work. I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to do all the things, all of the things that, that, um, um, uh, somehow like even last night, terrible time getting to sleep. And I had a show and I went out, I went out with friends and caught up and, and still like hit the bed and just couldn't turn off my brain. And I'm, and I'm convinced it's because I'm just not taking care of all my stuff. I got lists, and it's really a, sort of strange. Like, if you could just see, I've got, this is six different lists in front of me. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty. There's at least 20 different things that I think I'm supposed to do. <laughs> I don't know if any of them are important, uh, but uh, they were important enough for me to write down. Oh, here's another one. Here's a, no- a whole nother list. Yes, those things. And it's just like questions that need to be answered and apartments that I need to be settled on and, and um, money that needs to be moved and call this guy, do that thing. Like you just have to start. You just have to pick the, pick the smallest one and get it done just so you have a victory. <laughs> uh, and I have to see it too. I have to like check it off the list. It's very important. The, the checkoff part is, is as important to me as writing it down. I want to see that it's completed. And then I don't have to think about it again. It's really all about turning my brain off at the end of the night, these lists. Like, I just need to turn my brain off so I can sleep. Does anybody else deal with this? Am I the only one? I <laughs> uh, it, it is, it's been described to me. And they're like, well, um, to do what you do at the level that you do it, you would have to be crazy. <laughs> and I think that's probably to some extent true. Um, I, I do have a lot of colleagues and friends that have these lists and they're like, this shit needs to get done. These are the things I'm in control of. And, and so much of your career, especially early on, you have no control. There's, you, you, you're literally not in control of anything. All, all you can do is learn your music and try to look good and try to sound good. That's all you have and you're in control of. The rest of it is just help and dumb luck and right place at the right time and all of these different factors and, and you need to be ready when those opportunities arise. But the, 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 the rest of it, once you sort of catch the train and you're on it, uh, if you want to sit up in the front <laughs> in the big cushy chair, you're, you're going to have to just fucking kill yourself every minute of every day. And it doesn't stop. 
it doesn't stop. I don't even know if I could stop. I don't even know that if, like, come retirement, that I'm just going to be able to just be like, okay, I guess I do nothing now. I can't even imagine what that's like. I don't want to imagine it. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I. <laughs> it would probably be just fine with me if, uh, you know, I left the world, <laughs> like, in a bathroom floor, you know, like 38 years from now, <laughs> in a hotel. Like, <laughs> that's it. He had one too many things on his list that day. <laughs> And it drove him over. <laughs> I hope there's good music on the radio when it happens too. Like there's, there's always that. Uh, I, mean, I had a Macbeth last night or a matinee, uh, a two o'clock, and it seemed like we were all before the before the show. Everybody I talked to was like trying to summon the the energy. It's hard to it's hard to come up with Macbeth uh, in the afternoon like that on a Sunday. It just for some reason it feels like you're going to have to work extra hard and. I don't know if it was because we said it or because we determined we were going to try, but whatever happened, the energy was super high. And the energy from the audience was by far the highest we've had yet. They were so enthusiastic for this show that we fed right into it. And we could tell, we could tell before we even hit the first intermission that it was a special show. You could just sense what was happening from the audience. They're, they're loving it. And we're sold to the rafters. I mean, the people are here for it. Uh, it's fantastic. It really is truly fantastic to feel that Lyric Opera House full again. I can't tell you. Um, there's some energy in there. And yeah, it's the Sunday matinee crowd. And when the curtain goes down, you have a conglomeration of people that are like darting for the door. They're not even going to stand there and applaud for one second. They're just like running for the door. I, they either have a reservation or they want to get their car out of the garage, or they need to make a train, or whatever those reasons are. But matinee crowds are sort of classic for running, hightailing it out of there. And and there was 10% of that. 10% of the crowd was making a move the second the curtain went down. And the rest really stayed and, and appreciated what we did. And, and by the time Mazzola comes out, by the time the maestro comes out, they go nuts for him. They really go nuts for him. And you can't help but to really see that this man... His talent and his personality has has taken Chicago a little bit. It really has, and and they're looking for him, and they want to see him. And uh, boy, he drives the car fast for sure. I mean, you know, the, the energy doesn't stop. He doesn't stop. I don't I don't know where he gets his matinee energy, but I I need his coffee because the maestro is ready for it. And there's not there's not a lazy beat in the entire show. He is on top of that beat, and and um, Boy, he's 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 driving the race car, and it's and it's just so smooth. It's going so well. Uh, you know, when we look down and we see that, we feel it. We respond to it. The audience responds to it, and all just kind of circulates through those three things: from the pit to the stage to the, to the audience, and it's just like going around and around. And yesterday, that was just that cycle just kept happening to the to the to a real frantic uh, ending of the show. It was. Um, Special. Anybody who was at the show last night got to see a really special one, and, and um, that's what we're here for. That's what we want. That's our goal. That's it's really it's our goal every night for sure. Uh, an opening night has nerves built in that that don't that can lead to exciting things, but it can also lead to scary things. Um, but here we were, the fourth performance, uh, and it was a matinee, and man, that was we hit our stride. We hit our stride. And then uh, after the show. A uh, great friend of mine uh, invited me to dinner, and we went to the Italian Village. Now, those of you who'd never been to Chicago or the Lyric Opera of Chicago, the Italian Village was a 
uh, an Italian restaurant that was um, built on several different levels. There were three levels to the place, and it's a skinny building. So you know, from wall to wall, it's not very uh, it's not very wide, but um, it goes up. And this is an old school Italian restaurant. The walls are covered in in autographed photos of opera singers, and the bar is old and a little bit musty, and and the waiters are all in tuxedos and barely speak anything but broken Italian, and um, the drinks come fast, and there's just like a lot of um, buzz. It's just old school, old school Italian restaurant, and this was the opera hang for decades, and it sort of fell out of favor. It became uncool, and people started going to more modern places that were a little bit closer. But last night, we went old school. We went old school, and we got one of these. They've got these um, private booths that are sort of built into the walls that, that feel like it's like a, your own little private cabin. And uh, four of us went in there and effectively just laughed for four hours, uh, which felt so good. And, and uh, you know, my buddy, Cavi, who, who, uh, who invited me out, um, He's one of my oldest friends, and when w- what attracts me to people the most is really their ability to take a ball busting, and to give a ball busting. Uh, you know, I <laughs> you have to be good at it, and you have to be able to take it. And some people are great at giving and terrible at taking, and and Cavi t- does both so well. He can hit you with some of the worst things you've ever heard, but then laugh when you give it back. Uh, I love that. Um, I don't I don't seem to tire of just guy ball busting. It's, it's really like, you know I love you when I've said some horrific things to your face. <laughs> that goes way back. That, that was the, the best memories of my childhood were me and my couple of best friends that were inseparable for, for high school. That, um, I mean, there was no uh, insult too low, no insult too dirty, no, nothing that was like, you couldn't cross a line. There was only cross the line is what I should say. And we just lived in this world of like, you would greet each other like, hey, dickhead, you know, like that, <laughs> that's how you started it. It's kind of like that movie, Grumpy Old Men, you know, like morning asshole, you know, <laughs> you'd start from there, but it, you would never do this with somebody you didn't love. You would never do this with somebody who didn't, who didn't know all of your secrets and where all the bodies were buried, literally and figuratively. And, and, um. Uh, that's, that's my buddy Cavi. Like there's no, you just, just straight for the jugular. <laughs> I, there's really, there's nothing, um, there, there's no part of going out with, with friends that I enjoy more than the ability to, to, uh, insult and be insulted and laugh, uh, just pointing out people's weaknesses until they're almost going to cry. And then just everybody, everybody piling up on everybody. It's, um, I don't know. That that's it, it's such a funny thing. It's like a roast, you know. It's like an old old fashioned roast where you just pick somebody apart in front of other people just to get a laugh, and and they do it to you, and it's it's hysterical. I love it. I love it when somebody nails it right on the head, says something about me, taps into my ego, and just just knows how to stick it to you just a little bit too rough, and you, <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> oh, I love living in that place. And anyway, so we went way too far with it and, uh, and drank ourselves silly and, and, uh, oh, we got home. We got home. I didn't drive. I didn't drive anything. Uh, I don't, I don't necessarily remember the ride home or how I got into my bed, but I, but I did. Uh, and that's, that's the win. The win for the evening is that, uh, I woke up where I was supposed to wake up and my head didn't hurt too much. Uh, 
And it probably should have. I don't know why. I, 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 uh, I muscled through. It, wasn't, it must have been good drinks, right? That must be the thing. Oh, these lists. Italian Village, audience, yeah. Um, I got some really interesting responses uh, from the last episode where I was talking about some balance. Uh, there's a lot of us out there. There's a lot of us uh, dealing with this. Which is no surprise. I shouldn't be surprised. I shouldn't be surprised by by the responses. Um, uh, it's something that, that that comes into my mind a lot. And and there's work. There's work to maintain balance. It doesn't just happen because you say it's going to happen. Like there, there, there are things that you need to do that whether it's staying connected at home or getting yourself to the gym or learning your music in a in a regimented fashion or whatever, whatever those things are that keep you, um, balanced out. Uh, and then, you know, sometimes it's, it's go to the old school Italian restaurant and, and drink until they ask you to leave. <laughs> we didn't actually get kicked out, but we closed it. We hundred percent closed the place. Uh, they did not ask us to leave, but I think they were close. Uh, they did come around and make sure we didn't need one more round. <laughs> like, wrap it up assholes uh but that was a lot of fun and the place was packed out uh yeah i I think chicago did so good with its with its um vaccinations that uh life really feels normal you know you wear this mask on the way in which is kind of a show That, that sort of feels like a show but we do it right we do it out of respect for other people if it makes anyone feel good that I'm walking past them wearing a mask, then I have no problem with it. But as soon as we sit down in our booth, we all pop our masks off and we're breathing and laughing in each other's faces in what is effectively a confined space. You know, we were in like this little private walled area. Um, uh, you know, that's <laughs> like whoever, if somebody had something in that room, we definitely passed it. Uh, and so the the mask on the way in feels a little bit funny, but... Uh, once you sit, I don't. I don't even think about it again. I don't consider um, the idea that I might be putting myself in a position to get COVID. And I think it just has everything to do with with how well Chicago did. We're looking at a full opera house. There's no distancing going on, but everybody has a mask and everybody has to show proof of vaccination on their way in. And this this puts everyone at ease. Everyone is calm, and we have a great show. And they don't. They don't. They're not hiding their laughs or, or, or cries or, or applause and shouts at the end. Like there's, it's all sort of, um, feels very normal. Feels like we're fully back. It's not nice to rehearse in a mask. It's not nice to ride the train in a mask. Of course not. But uh, as far as doing what we do, this is pretty good. It's pretty good. And of course, in classic singer form, people are still complaining. You know, there's going to be complaints it didn't take us very long before <laughs> before we were all in the corner going. Uh, blah, blah, blah. It's just what singers do. They're just gonna. There's there, there's gonna be people. There's always gonna be people in the room that need to find something to shit on. And I and I very much work hard to not be that person because I don't I don't like to hear myself talk like that. I don't like to hear myself complain. And when you sing songs for a living, you have a lot to be grateful for. And and um, and so I don't I. Uh, I, I I try not to do it, and I try to steer people out of it. Uh, uh, like you know, if, if somebody's getting on something bad, I'll say, "Well, at least we're back." You know, at least we're at least we're here. At least we're doing a show, doing what we love, what we train to do, what we what we were dying to get back to. At least that's you know, at least that's the current state of it. Even if A, B, and C aren't exactly what you wanted. 
and it's usually uh, when somebody brings it up like that, you can you can turn the tenor of a conversation. Um, and and um, I don't know if that's my responsibility, but sometimes I feel like it is, and so so I do that, especially with the young guys. Uh, I want the young guys to to remember why we do this. Like, hey, this is still pretty good, right? Like you, some people are good in a cubicle. Uh, I could never survive inside a cubicle, and and so I'm I'm grateful to to um, make make music for a living, make stories, tell stories, uh, and I I remind my colleagues of that very quickly because it's easy. It's easy when you're on the road, and easy when you're away from your people, and it's easy when when you feel like you're getting ganged up on for this, that, and the other thing. That it's easy to start belly aching about stuff, but um, you know, let's just all remember that this is not we're not curing cancer. We're just hopefully. Bringing some joy to people, uh, helping them feel something, maybe help them learn something, you know, maybe maybe help them open their hearts or maybe help them deal with something they're dealing with. Like, you know, we, we, we can be therapy uh, or therapeutic in, in a lot of ways. And that, that has value. That has value in society. You're not, you know, we're not doctors. You know, we're not like, we're not dealing with real, real life. But if we can help people escape a little bit and live in our little fantasy world and, 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 um, just really make you feel something good, bad, or ugly. You know, if we've made you feel, then we've made art. And, and, um, that, um, that's what I'm into. That's what I'm into today on Monday, October 4th of the CVH podcast, episode 102. I'm not going to stop till we get to 500. Okay. That's the new, that's the new number 500. You're stuck with me. We got a long way to go. So buckle up. I love you for listening. But you knew that. You did. You've heard me say it. I can't help not saying it. I'm, I'm, I'm a creature of habit, if nothing else. Um, everybody have a great week. One more episode here from Chicago, and then I'm going home for a bit. So, um, yeah. Everybody have a great week, and we'll see you on Thursday. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye.